All right, welcome everyone back to Dissecting Popular IT Nerds. Today we have Mike Auerkirk on the show. He was correcting me earlier, but he said this is the harder way to pronounce his name, Auerkirk. And I don't know if I did that right. I probably still butchered it. Um, <laughs> uh, Mike is from a web safe staff and he, for a living, he walks in and, and teaches the, I guess the politically correct way to say it would be the less tech savvy people to not do really stupid things, which we wouldn't say, um, basically not click on things not do things that are stupid that uh, get the company robbed. And uh, I don't know, f- you know, click on phishing emails and various other things that you do. But we are, we are talking about how there is a lack of security training for even maybe, I guess we would call it residential. And I was thinking of my, my father, who is a retired doctor. He's, he's 85. We won't call him elderly yet, but he definitely has me coming over to the house to change passwords and do various different IT related tasks. And that's where I came up with the idea for this show because every now and then he gets a call from Kevin from Microsoft. Um, Kevin has a very thick accent, nothing against um, anyone with a thick accent, but Kevin just happens to have a thick accent calling from Microsoft and asking my father for $600 to uh, fix his computer, which has um, loads of pornography on it. And at that point I asked my father, dad, do you have pornography on your computer and are you watching pornography? To which he says, no, he's an 85 year old retired urologist of all things. And I said, so dad, don't, please don't listen to Kevin from Microsoft. Microsoft's not going to call you. And that, so that is kind of where this, this uh, prompted the idea for the show is what can we do? What can we, tips can we put together to help some of our family members or other people that may be calling us IT guys or IT people around the clock to help them uh, fix various things. And, and we want to keep people safe out there. Is that, would that be a fair assessment of what we're doing today? Yeah. Yeah. Good intro. Um, okay, great. Spot, I'm glad I hit on, I'm glad I hit on all that. So, but even before we get into that, we need, you had some, you have got some pretty good stories from, you know, from backpacking to um, being some sort of private investigator to, you know, I guess we could, everything short of a mercenary, maybe you were a mercenary, but why don't we just start off, give me a little bit of background on how you got into this whole, this whole mess to begin with. There you go. It's a really weird story. It goes way back to um, brother <laughs> used to read these uh, books called, I think it was Mac Bowen's this uh, ex-army guy that infiltrated the mafia. <laughs> it was, I really enjoyed it, um, mainly <laughs> for the fact that um, the guy was, you know, he was hard for him to do, you know, looked out for scams. And then, you know, like you mentioned, the backpacking, I did a ton of backpacking. Um, and just you get targeted. Man, I had, I had a gun pulled on me on a train and I had professional pickpocketing games, games all over the place. And, um, it was good because uh, I just found that I was really aware. I was really suspicious. Um, and what happened when yeah. someone pulled? How did someone pull a gun on you? Yeah, that that was a bit scary. <laughs> just this, this dude wanted my um, my shoes and my watch. <laughs> we were in, in a train and it wasn't very busy. And uh, I, I called the guy's bluff. Like I said, man, put it away. That's not funny. And he's <laughs> looking at this guy and he's looking at me and I'm just going, Jesus, don't shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> so he put um, the gun away? 
he actually did, he did put the gun away, but um, that that was probably one of the more stressful things I've come across. I don't want to do that again. But yeah, like <laughs> I just I just found you know I had had um, like a, a gang try and set it, set me and my, my partner up for a mugging in Thailand, and I just I spotted it. I'm just going that doesn't look right. I saw someone come from behind, and you know, I just I managed to get out of things. I managed to identify things. And I just you know I've been in IT for quite quite a while, and um, I've just naturally gravitated towards the people side of things more and more over the years and, and enjoy just being there talking to people and seeing all the light bulb moments and you need to slide up to the microphone just a little bit more because this is so intriguing i need to hear every second of this and right. where well first of all where are you at right now you're in australia yep yep living in australia so i'm from new zealand but i've lived in uh, england and now in australia um, and you know what happens after that, but yeah, so uh, I like to so try. so spotting muggings, knifing. What, what happened <laughs> once you spotted it? So what happened? Like so what happened? Oh uh, look, uh, so so the the mugging was interesting. So um, yeah, that was in Thailand. We went to the world's largest restaurant where they serve you on rollerblades. <laughs> so we had to cross the road. Uh-huh. The taxi dropped us off on the wrong side. We have to cross the road, and someone comes out of an alleyway before us. There's no one around. And I'm like, okay, and he's walking in front. And then I'm looking behind thinking, is someone going to come out behind? Sure enough, someone came out behind us, so they had one in front, one behind. Uh Um, It looked pretty dodgy. I look over the road and there's, you know, there's quite a few uh, people over there looking pretty dodgy as well. So they were definitely, (laughs) the way they were acting was highly suspicious. They were, the guy at the front kept looking back at us. The guy at the back was right behind us, so... I just said to the missus, just hang on a sec. So we just leaned up against a fence and waited. Um, I have, I always have a, a knife <laughs> when I back back. You know, you've got to cut your bread and that sort of stuff, and it just so happens that it's a lockable switchblade that's really quite large <laughs> because, you know, sometimes sometimes the loaves of bread get quite big, right? Yeah. Um, so that that comes out, click into place, just standing there with a big, big knife in my hand. Um, and then, yeah, we basically just waited and um, – other people finally came, so we walked over the bridge with them. Um, Excellent. The so you had a quite visible knife. In oh, yeah. Yeah. They were thinking, you know, maybe this guy isn't worth messing with. You know, we'll mess with somebody else. Yeah, that's right. And it also happens that I'm quite, you know, being um, Dutch genetics, quite tall. Um, <laughs> I, won't, I won't say I'm small. <laughs> um, so, yeah, generally don't um, don't have too many problems with with that but uh yeah it was interesting so yeah scams abound i mean you go backpacking that's what you get right you just get tons of that stuff why do they want to get someone with a backpack what do you have i mean really i guess you got to watch and some shoes at some point but sometimes i mean mean, you know that was probably going to be like a you know a mugging like hold us up and just take take your wallet and whatever you know i had a a gang in costa rica um professional gang was two behind um, and I saw them probably two minutes before they made their move. I saw them in the, in the shop windows um, and I started like dodging and weaving just casually um, and watching them and sure enough they were following me. So I was, I was waiting for the blocker in the front. Sure enough someone comes from the front and blocks me and then they try and move in and they'd probably just slash the bag. Um, but yeah, I just got oh, so they did. So they did, they did pickpocket you. No, no, they didn't because I saw uh, it about to happen. As soon uh, as the block came on, I'm like, right, I'm out of here. And uh, 
Uh, pulled him out. I pushed. I pushed the blocker into a window. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> I pointed nice. out the other guys and said, "You, you, you, you busted." And they're like, "Oh no, what? What, what are you talking about? Why like, you shove yeah, me?" Really? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, they, they knew. They knew they were busted. Um, so how? So how this lead to security? How does this lead to cybersecurity and, and protecting people? Oh, I, I was in IT. I was doing tech stuff. Um, I was doing like desktop support, and then eventually. Um, I got into like systems admin service stuff um, yeah. and then got into management consulting. Um, one of the things I wanted to do was um, training. So I took a gig as training, uh, Microsoft stuff. Yep. It was just part-time just to get that skill. Um, and then it just kind of naturally happened. I had um, as virtual CIO, I was, I was operating as a, like an IT management you know, resource on demand. Yeah. Um, and my clients were getting hacked. You know, they were just, it wasn't bad back then, um, but it was like, you know, malware basically. It wasn't like ransomware or anything like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, sure enough, they were paying plenty of money to their IT support provider because they constantly had to get these viruses and things removed, potentially unwanted programs and all that sort of stuff. And I was looking at it going, well, you guys are getting this stuff because you're just clicking on things, right? Yeah. yeah. You're, just, you're, you're going to crazy websites and you're just clicking on that and, you know, you're getting emails and you're having a look at that and all mm-hmm. that looks great. Mm. So I said, look, I'll put together a course. And I, I put something together and it was rough as guts. It was pretty, I've looked back at it and it's kind of embarrassing how bad it was. But at the end of the day, what it did was um, it just drove a bit of suspicion. Mm. Um, and people at the end of the course, it was only like 40 minutes. Mm. And they went, oh, that's actually really good. I didn't know mm. that stuff. You know, it was basic stuff like, you know, how do you read a URL, you know, hovering on it, you know, social engineering, just, just basic things. but. You know, the, the change was massive. Suddenly they were like, well, hang on, we're not getting hacked anymore. <laughs> mm. um, just just from a crappy course. So then I thought, well, I might as well put together a good one. Um, so I've been working on it for like four or five years and um, I really enjoy it. Well, people were getting hacked and then they stopped getting hacked. Yeah. Let's let's kind of just, what do you think like are the yeah. common, like what's the most common? Like when you go oh, in, what's the most common? Like, what were they not getting hacked? How did like what? What did you tell them that that stopped them from getting hacked? It's, look, main probably email stuff. Um, getting tricked with links and things like that. Um, attachments. Um, you know, going to dodgy web pages. It's, it's hard to say um, because there's so many ways that we can be scammed, right? You know, even things like. Oh, an unsubscribe link in an email. Well, what if a scammer just sends you out a dodgy email and you go, oh, damn, I've been added to another mailing list. I'm just going to click unsubscribe, bang, you go to a website, you hack. You know, mm. There's so many ways of getting us. Really what I just focus on is just examples and just mm. teaching people really simple rules that they can apply. And, and that kind of keeps them safe for pretty much um, nearly everything. You know, if you can give people simple rules, and they can just, and every time I see a new scammer, I'm just looking at the course going, does it, does it cater for that? Do my simple rules cater for that? Go, yep, that's cool. Mm. If not, get added into the course and try it. Um, it's kind of got to the point now where it, it's just, you know, the refinement is, is very low. Um, it seems to cater for stuff quite mm. well. So back to my father. He's 85. Yep. He um, forgets passwords. He gets phone calls. He gets things in the mail and then calls the number on the card in the mail. 
that that was a, that was the other one the other day, which is um, that was a good one. I had to stop him. I heard him on the phone. I'm like, Dad, who are you talking to? Dad, give me the phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, so, what? It, we, you know, without picking on you know, without picking on the elderly or, or saying that they're you know not tech savvy or anything like that, but in general, it might be you know a little bit of dementia kicks in, and that's just what I'm dealing with right now. And there's a lot of people that are taking care of taking care of their parents when they get older or whatever, and they still got tons of devices. My dad still has an iPad. He's got an Apple. He's got an Apple TV. He's got his TV. He's got his computer. And, um, you know, plus the regular phone, plus another phone, there's plenty of things there. And, um, so let's just hit on maybe let's just start going down the list or what, what can we do to help people or help other people that, um, you know, what, what can we do? Yeah, cool. Um, hey, look, good example with your dad, like 85, like, you know, I've got parents and I sort of getting, getting up there with age, um. And they're probably not too bad um, because I scare the crap out of them. <laughs> so they're kind of just hanging off, hanging off the delete key with everything. Um, well, I still try to scare the crap out of him, but he forgets that I scared the crap out of him. That's yeah, the problem. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. All right. So look, yeah, what can we do? I, I think I think it starts with um, why should we care, um, and trying to get that message across about why why they personally should care. That's typically the starting point. Um, with cybersecurity awareness, it's just a bit of buy-in because what people don't realise is that they're all a target. Um, and if you can be easily tricked, you know, like you're gullible, trusting and helpful and all that sort of stuff, mm. you, you know, that's kind of the scammers love that. So they'll, they'll be after you, right? And, you know, elderly young generation will often fit into that category quite well. So um, mm. they kind of need to know that, you know, they actually are a target and they do have value. You know, things like... If someone gets, um, let me ask you quite. Let me ask you a quick question. The worst, the worst nightmare is like a bank account getting liquidated. I was just about to say that. Yeah, (laughs) a retirement account. Yeah, or a retirement or a stock investment account, like a stock investment account getting hacked and and traded and liquidated. Is that possible? Can that happen? Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, look, do do they use internet banking? Does your dad do it? My parents do. Yeah. What if they click on something and they get a keylogger on their computer that's logging every click they make on their keyboard? and then they go and do their internet banking. Thanks. You know, you, they've just given away the login to their bank. You know, with the bank, don't the banks usually have like some sort of like security measures? Like they wouldn't let someone liquidate his account without, wouldn't they put a hold on it? Aren't there usually some like stops or something in place you would think or can't still yeah, really happen? Are. Doesn't yeah. always work. You know, there's always ways of doing things. Sometimes, you know, yeah. they manage to work it. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the care factor should be there though because things can wrong. Yeah, you know, yeah. banks banks aren't going to cover this stuff forever. It's going to get too expensive for them, I think. And they'll just go, "Oh, bugger it! Your responsibility is your money, right? You shouldn't have clicked on that." Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, and the other thing, like you're saying, you know, the Microsoft scams, that sort of stuff. You know, ringing up and then, uh, well, you got a virus in a computer, and what do they do? They lock them out of it, and then say, "Well, we'll pay us some money to unlock it." And, but there's so many ways they can scam them out of their money. It's it's really quite uh, disturbing. The stories I hear, it's not nice. So they've just they've just got to give a damn, you know. Um, they've just got to become suspicious and uh, just like I always say, stop thinking, act. Just stop and think. And if you don't know how to think about it, don't act. Get some yeah. help. Just, yeah, yeah. The go-to point should be you for your parents. Yeah, yeah. Go go watch. Um, I don't know. 
whatever that, why can't I think of that stock trading movie? What's his name out of New Jersey or whatever. I'll think of it in a second. Um, okay. So, um, okay. So we should care because people are losing money and give me, why should we care other than they're liquidating bank accounts and taking advantage of you and, and all of that? I'd say quite simply that that's your golden years and you're supposed to be chilling out and relaxing. And the last thing you want is to just be thinking, oh God, I've just lost a heap of money. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know, where someone tries to say online that they love you. <laughs> and, you know, hey, I'm going to move over and we can be together. And, you know, you get, they, they prey on the lonely people. Um, it's uh, incredibly successful. Really? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And they, what, they'll, what they'll do is they'll often just, you know, try and build that trust and send fake photos and basically, hey, we need to be together and I'll move over to your country. And then I'll start asking for money, you know. And, okay, I just need to pay for, for some some bills to sort this out before I can move over. Can you help me out with that? And look, you hear stories of people, they, they just get scammed out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And huh. you know, there's no real person. There's no, there's no real love there. It's just, huh. a scam, it's just a scammer on the other end. You know, it's a very um, successful scam. That makes it even more lonely. That makes you even more depressed. Yeah, and I know that, you know, even when some people go and ask for help about this stuff, because like there's a, a body over here that actually advises with that stuff, you know, they'll talk to people who, and they'll say, no, it's a romance scam. Like, they'll explain what's going on. Even then, they won't believe it. They go, no, he loves me. Oh, she loves me. You know, yeah, we'll go uh, you know, no, look, you've got to stop this. You're being tripped. No, it's <laughs> You know, oh, it's oh, it's very, very convincing stuff. I don't want to believe. But. Yeah, it's like catfishing. Uh, it's like catfishing uh, teenagers. Yeah. Like teenage girls getting catfished. Yeah, that sort or of something. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing with emotions, you know, it's very powerful stuff. So well, that's yeah. pretty sad. Oh, that, that but is... yeah, people, people, just, people just need to care because, um, you know, the downside of this stuff was just massive. It's, uh, it destro- destroys lives. So, yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's hard uh, to see. Yeah, the catfishing for teenagers, terrible. Uh, teenage yeah. girls sending pictures, thinking they're talking with some love. Again, the romance. So romance, number one, uh, romance scam. Um, my my father, I, I, he calls me um, to change passwords all of the time. Yeah. Um, there's even two factor, the two factor authentication kills it, you know, whatever reason things get, are getting locked out. It's yeah. uh, terribly time consuming and a pain and makes it very, very hard for uh, anyone to get anything done. But, um, yeah. so what's your suggestion with the passwords? Not, I'm assuming it's not Excel spreadsheet on the desktop that says Probably passwords. Not, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's an interesting one with, with this because I remember uh, years ago, uh, I posted up on LinkedIn. Um, you know, you get you go to the bookshop and they've got these books and it says password manager book. <laughs> and you yeah, literally, passwords in there. Yeah, yeah. literally, they're, they're for writing passwords. So yeah. it stores your login username, it stores your password, and then where do you log in? You know, google.com or whatever. So those three things you need to capture. And I'm, uh-huh. you know, I posted up a picture of this on LinkedIn like three, four years ago. I'm like, man, what a joke. Why would you do this? Uh-huh. Um, now, obviously, that was earlier in my subsecurity awareness career, and you know, some people actually said, "Yeah, it's actually a good idea for some people." Now, you know, over <laughs> years, I've kind of definitely turned around on that because it is, it is a good idea. What, what are we going to expect? We're going to expect some people who have no idea about tech to fire up a 
password manager. You know? No way. Um, oh, and, my gosh. And, you know, and, and, and manage that and, and you know, have two-factor to get into that. I mean, two-factor even for, you know, a lot of people it's really hard, you know, because it involves another device a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. I would say, you know, if you're not cool with that stuff, get a book. <laughs> put it in a book, you know, mm. label it as something weird like flower species or whatever and, um, you mm. know, just do do write your passwords and, and just having that book means that you can use different passwords everywhere, right? It's That's so critical. If mm. you get hacked in one thing, you don't get hacked in other things and that's usually an easy fix, right? Mm. But flower species. I like that, flower species. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just a disaster. You know, get a dried flower and stick it in the front page of the book. And <laughs> to really throw like, <laughs> You know, IT criminals do not break into your house looking for a password manager book. You know, they don't do that. You know, the, the big risk there really is a fire, mm. you know, or a flood. That would be bad. You'd lose all your passwords, but you haven't been hacked. So mm. you can just set about restoring them slowly. But, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'd say just get a book and, you know, different passwords everywhere. Can construct good passwords, um, and you know, longer is better, but they don't have to be like horrific. You know, I kind of think if you want to make a, a semi decent password, just think about four things and just put it together with capitals. So, you know, mm. like uh, torch, dog, banana, grass, right? Mm. There's, there's a password, you're done, you know, mm. just think of random stuff, put it together. Um, that's a pretty good password. Yeah. Throw in some special characters if you wanted, but you know, that, yeah. that. That's a simple way of doing it. So, yeah, the password books, hey, go for it. If it makes it easy and you can keep different passwords everywhere, that's that's the solution for me. Nice. So we got a password book. Yep. Um, that doesn't say passwords. <laughs> no, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, really matter. No one's going to find it. Yeah, I have a picture of my dad's desktop. I'm gonna I'm gonna white out the passwords, but he's got like sticky notes of the passwords stuck to the screen, and a passwords book sitting right underneath it that says passwords <laughs> on it. It's it's quite hilarious. Um, the the so back so back to the scams. I walk into the house. He's talking with a guy trying to switch his energy bill, and you know, just you know, some guy that's his job is to just switch energy people. And my I can hear my dad now. Let me make sure I get this straight. Am I switching providers? I can hear him, Dad. Who are you talking to? Stop! I've already got all your bills set up on automatic payment, and I've done this, and I've spent months of time doing this. You know, it's uh, and then let me talk to this guy. He's like, I can't tell if this guy's telling me, and I, anyways. Um, it wasn't a scam, but it was definitely problematic, right. you know, yeah. but, but I'm sure, but he does get scams from, you know, Kevin calling from Microsoft that says there's problems on his computer and he needs to log in remotely and please download, log me in or whatever he asks him to, to log in. And then there's a little yeah. 1-800 number to call IT tech support in the bottom right yeah. hand corner of his computer forever. Right. Uh, yeah. So what, how do we, how can we coach people uh, to avoid this stuff? Yeah, I would say um, a good starting point is just thinking about common scam indicators. Um, mm. So when when scams present themselves, there's usually one of uh, a number of factors that are just sort of screaming out, staring in the face. And the main one is fear. Mm. Um, so I would always say to people, look, if someone tries to scare you, it's an email or a phone call, mm. it's probably a scam. Right, because companies don't work like that. You owe money and back taxes. Call the IRS now. That's the famous US one. Okay. I mean, really, debt collectors work like this, but even then, you kind of hope they're nice. But yeah, fear, fear tactics. Just like 
it's just about always a scam, hey? Reward tactics are very similar. You know, the free lunch. Like, that's nearly always a scam. Who gives away free stuff? You know, cool. it could be legit and you need to look into it, you know. But so I need to stop really, giving away nerd glasses and pocket protectors then. I'm giving yeah, away yeah, free stuff. Sure. Start charging for that. Okay. Yeah, I'm still wearing the ones you gave me. I love them. It's so good. <laughs> um, curiosity scams. You know, these are quite subtle because you, you just get something and you go, what's that? You know, <laughs> it's literally that. It's, it's, not, it's not invoking fear. It's not invoking this free lunch thing. You just look at it going, oh, that's interesting. I might have a look at that. You know, that's I what they have to so, open it. I have to have open to, it. Uh, it kind of relates to me. You know, maybe it was that thing, you know. So mm. um, mm. urgency stuff, do it now, you know, kind mm. of tied into the fear a lot of the time. And then Taking the fun out of life. You've just sucked the fun out of life. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then, you know, Authority scams as well, pretending to be someone else and telling you to do things like that. That can be like, oops, sorry, alarm's going off. That can be big business stuff, you know, more, more so. But look, the fear, the fear factor is massive. I'd say those first, first three, fear, reward, curiosity. When you see that sort of stuff, just get ready on the delete key or hang up the phone, you know. Um, it's, t- it's time to stop and think. I've gotten sucked in with the reward one before. You've been chosen to win the new iPhone 12 or whatever it is. God, everyone probably got sucked in with that like 10 years ago. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) and then they've got all these testimonials. I thought it was a scam at first. I really did, but I just got my phone in the mail today. (laughs) Yeah, really? (laughs) Yeah, like people are getting more savvy with that stuff, but hey, I still get, um, I still, oh, in saying that, no, my friends used to share on Facebook, um, you know, I can share to be in to win a cruise or I can share to be in to win a, you know, Land Rover Discovery and a number of people bloody, you know, I oh, like and share and hey, you know, you have a look at this, it looks great. So I always post up, there's, there's this photo you can get off the internet mm-hmm. and it's got a picture of like a teacher and a kid. Mm-hmm. And the, the teacher's looking down on the kid on the desk. And he goes, now, son, do you know what you did? And the, the kid goes, yeah, I shared something without fact-checking, <laughs> which led to the dumbing down of humanity. <laughs> Please so, send me that. That's going to be the cover for this. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's great. So I typically would just post that up and they were like, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I, I teach that stuff as well. And I'm just saying, like, have, a look, have a look at this thing. Like, is it really going to be like, you know, Disney World Fun is that their page? Wouldn't it be called like Disney World? You know, yeah. <laughs> they might put a dot on it and it's a different yeah. page. And it, just look at so the yeah, URL. Look at the URL. Yeah. You know, so that so. sort of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah it's okay. common. It's common. You'll see those um, those scam indicators just about everywhere. Um, I look, I'll, I'll just always hang out. Interestingly, when I was putting this course together for the first time, I had the tax the tax department ring me up. Tax uh-huh. department, I'm doing the quotes thing. Uh, you know, hey, you're going to jail. I'm like, dude, literally putting a course together about scammers. You uh-huh. just rang the wrong guy. Uh-huh. They hang up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> That was, was quite, that was quite good. You should, like, you should have kept them on. Like, please keep talking. We got to record this. This is great for my. This is great for my piece. Please, can you? Okay. Oh, I, I do that. I do actually do that. I get. Um, I've got one that I'm following up uh, today. It's another. I've been nominated for um, another award. So oh, it, it nice. looks very, very prestigious, and I'm sure I won't have to pay any money. Yeah, so. <laughs> 
You're yeah, right. so I'll be I'll be chasing that. That'll turn up in a my, blog post uh, in the next month or so. Oh man, people, it does. They get caught on this. This has been going on for ages. My dad went all the way down to Florida, went a free boat once to go see this. What they were trying to do is sell him a timeshare for a house. And uh, they did get the free boat, though. They did give the free boat, but it was in like, you know, a, maybe a 36 inch by 12 inch. Well, it's your, a meter stick by, I'm sure you guys use metric system down there. Yeah, metric, you know, a yeah. meter long box by, yeah, you know, whatever. Wow with a inflatable boat in it <laughs> and, yeah, something like that you know it was like you in a 12 foot boat with an outboard engine and there actually was some kind of crazy engine maybe like a little battery thing or something anyways um, wow. <laughs> look he still got a boat with an outboard engine but um we were talking before about websites and yeah you know yeah. knowing where to go to websites how do you know i mean i mean when you mean only go to websites you know and trust that was something we were talking about and how do you i mean there's a yeah. This is a sense. tricky one. This is a really tricky part to actually to because I need people to go to my website and they don't know my website. Yeah, try, you know. I know. Look, website. if the, the fact of the matter is, the more the dodgier website you go, the more chance you got of being hacked, right? Okay. If if you're going to if you say, well, I get my news from this website, right? Yep. Cool. But that's that's pretty safe, right? So yep. keep going to that. But when you get a link, and and people need to know, you have to hover on that link before you click it because what it pops up when you hover, that's where it's going. What the link says means nothing, right? Mm. So they need to hover on it and wait and this little thing pops up and maybe on a browser it pops it up somewhere else mm. down the bottom or whatever. That's mm. what they have to look at. And it's hard to teach this stuff. Um, but really, if you look at it and go, well, it doesn't make sense, well, then don't click on it. You know, um, you can you can do research um, you know, and this probably covers off the next thing as well. Do research, you know, open up a, a Google search window and in the search, not up the top of your address bar, put in that that address um, mm. and put the word scam on the end. And I, I'll do that for most things. If I think something's a scam, I'll just do a search and put the word scam on the end. Invariably, that's going to take you to what other people have found out. You know, and they'll say, hey, don't do this. It's a total scam. You'll find it in a forum or someone's written a blog post or something. But, yeah, look, websites, and this is why, you know, when, when, when I teach stuff, I'll spend 20 minutes on, like, URLs and, you know, 20 minutes on websites, and th there's a lot to get through. Um, but really, just in its simplest form, just don't don't click on it. If it doesn't make sense, you know, recognise it. And if you're not sure, you know, maybe do a bit of research if you're comfortable or go and ask for help and say, hey, is this mm. legit? Um, because that's a massive way that we get tricked, just going to dodgy websites and, you know, they're saying, mm. hey, your account's locked and right. so you put in your details or whatever. Gotcha. So I've never done this before. We're going to take a break right now to advertise for Phil Howard and Dissecting Popular IT Nerds. And what I want you to do is go to Google and type in Phil Howard, Dissecting Popular IT Nerds, scam and see what comes up. Um, <laughs> we'll do it that way. <laughs> and web, website staff scam. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right. So what else we got? So we've got, we've got websites hovering over URLs. We've got uh, password books that we put flower species on the front of. Uh, avoid fear, rewardy, curiosity, urgency, authority, anyone trying to give us money or make our lives better um, or make our lives worse. We need plain, you know, middle of the road. Here's, you can win a $5 Starbucks gift card. That might be more legit, but you're gonna have to take this stupid survey. Um, yeah. 
and even that's probably a scam to just take your information and put you on a really bad uh, BOGO offer um, Macy's thing. Um, I don't know what they have over there in Australia. They don't have Macy's over there, right? It's not like a worldwide country. I don't, I don't know what Macy's it's is. Like a ma- it's like a massive <laughs> department store that's probably out of business now due to uh, Amazon. Oh, yeah. We got we got department stores going out of business too. Yeah. What do we call them? What are the, what's the name of a department store over there, the big one? I hear they've got Myers and David Jones. Oh, David Jones might already have David Jones. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Myers is probably the big one. Okay. What about the supermarket? What's the yeah. big local supermarket called over there? Uh, they got Owls, they got Woolworths, and then we got like Woolworths? Aldi. Woolworths. Oh, you got Aldi too? Oh, Aldi. Oh, okay. They're good. Anyways. That's that's where, that's where I usually go. Or the local shop because I like to give them my money. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So um, moving along. So we, we did a, we did a website checking to see if something's legit, uh, by, by yeah. Googling it and putting scam after, at the end of it. Um, yeah. and, uh, okay. So what do we do though? In, in the midst of all this, how do we, you know, not get caught up in all of this? I think, um, I think it's important to note that people just need to take their time. <laughs> so, so what, what you get with all this stuff with scams, what you get is this, um, you bypass the normal flow of how you think and you, you mm. kind of panic and you do things unconsidered. Mm. So if you get fear, if you get reward, you get curiosity, you get whatever, you know, if you think it might be a scam, people just have to realise that just take time. Mm. Right? If someone's scaring you, exciting you, whatever, just, just chill, right? And especially for, you know, the older generation who are retired, you've got no damn excuse for not taking your time, right? <laughs> Literally, you got it. You've got the time. So just, just chill and what just if, have a think about it. <laughs> what if you're an impatient, hasty old person? Though? <laughs> well, you're stuck. <laughs> you're screwed, right? That's, that's the problem. That's the problem is I've got a lot, there's a lot of hasty and impatient people in the world. In fact, I would say 80%, the fact that the 80 20 rule, 80% of the yeah. world is, is, Look, is impatient have, and hasty. We have got to hope that they are listening to this and I'm just, you know, <laughs> we're drilling it in and we're going, just take your time. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't click on it. Don't do anything. Don't give anyone your bank account details. Just, mm. just, just chill and mm. ask for help if you're not sure. You know, it's massive, right? But mm. I, with what, with what I teach, I just, I, I say I teach suspicion, mm. right? Because if you're suspicious, you'll stop and you'll think, and you'll go, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do that. That, that's it. You, you, you did it. You won. <laughs> you did a great mm. job because you're going to ask for help, or maybe mm. you're going to find out it's a scam. Right? Mm. Because people, if they do their own research and they get good at it, they'll quickly discover it themselves. So. Well, like yeah, just yeah, that's great. It, it, I'd it like is, to sell it? suspicion. Can we sell yeah, suspicion? No. That'd be great. Put it in a, put it in a bottle. <laughs> 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 Go for a fortune. Hey, this is a big scam, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, like, that, that's that's my how to act um, tip. Just just chill. Yeah. So, I, one of the time. easiest things that I think. If, if I was to become a hacker of some sort, because um, I do this on a regular basis for customers, uh, um, phone calls. So we make a yeah. phone call. We pretend to be someone else. Um, yeah. It's so pretty easy. Yeah. Pretty easy. It's pretty easy. Um, um, I know from an ISP's perspective, it's pretty easy to call up an ISP and say, I'm so-and-so. Um, I, need to, I need my IP information. Yeah. Or I need, um, I don't know, whatever. 
need to replace my cell phone and send it here. It's not hard to do. Yeah, that's so, scary. What are some, it, it's really not. It's not. I mean, think about it. Because most call centers, at least in, in our country, are you know filled with butts in the seat, hourly workers. Um, yeah. A lot of times they're doing kind of the general security check. But it's, over here, I mean, it's usually like, hey, what's your address? Um, what's this? What's that? Give me some examples. What, what do we need to worry about on the phone calls? Those are incoming phone calls, I guess. But um, you know, what, what do we need yeah, to worry about on the phone can, calls? I mean, you can kind of handle the phone calls that come into you. If someone's trying to scan behind your back, like, you know, send us a new SIM card somewhere else. Well, that's when you rely on your, you know, your mobile phone provider. <laughs> Which is, uh-huh. that, that's hard. And, you know, hopefully that changes for you. Because I know they're changing it here. Um, so that's good to make it hard to do that. But look, I would say with phone calls, it's actually really, again, like I say, simple rules, keep it simple. It's actually really simple to handle. Take away what they're asking about, right? Now, most of the time if someone gives you that, again, we're going back to fear or reward or whatever, curiosity. If someone rings up and says, hey, uh, your phone line's being disconnected, Actually, I'll get back to the phone. I'll leave that as a good example at the end because it's funny. If they say, your internet's being disconnected, tell them you don't have internet, right? Yeah. And if they hang up, you, you know, right? You know you know it was a scam. It's that simple. Because yeah. if they go, well, you do. We, we're your internet provider, you know. I mean, then maybe you hang up <laughs> and see if they call <laughs> back. But, yeah, I mean, generally they'll just hang up, right? Um, huh. If they say, "Hey, you're uh, you know you go to jail to the ATO," just say, "I don't pay tax." But take take away the thing they're actually talking about, um, mm. and I, I do it all the time, and they just hang up, and you know it's a scam. Um, the phone one's interesting. I've actually done this. I've been talking to someone, um, a scammer rings up, and he says, "Well, your your phone's being disconnected, blah blah blah, and you need to do this and this." And I said, "Dude, I don't have a phone." talking on the phone and they're like damn it so they hang up (laughs) so even that works right but yeah look it's that simple um you can you can have a crack at them you can say look stop scamming me but don't even do it i i tried this once i wanted to see how long i can get them calling me back if i really pissed them off Uh um i had i had ron calling me for like Oh, it must have been like three weeks or a month. We had some great chats. Uh, Eventually, I broke him, <laughs> and he wouldn't call me back again. But yeah, they can they can call you like every day for the rest of your life. Oh, I have definitely broken some guys. I have yeah. definitely broken some guys. <laughs> I had them say some things that were I if I had had it recorded, it would it would have definitely turned some it would have turned some heads. Yeah, I was surprised at what they it. said. I was actually really surprised at what he came back at with me with like wow. Um, no, it's 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 fun to do, but I don't I don't recommend it, especially to uh, yeah to people that aren't pre- aren't prepared for that. But yeah, just take away what they're asking about. Works works great. They'll just hang up. Um, how do you feel about giving out private information? Oh, I love it. I just give out everything. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. Look again, real simple rules, and this is becoming a real problem for people. Um, where being asked to give out so much information. So, again, what I say is if you 100% know someone, you go, I know that dude, right? Mm-hmm. And you 100% trust them, cool. You can give them information. That's fine. Anything you, else? How do you know that they didn't yeah. hack their Facebook account and jump into their messenger? Uh, well, I'm probably talking more about, you know, voice. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just um, saying, like, it could happen, yeah, right? Like, no, think about no, it. You're, Okay, so happen. that, but 
Yeah, but again, that, that gets covered by a different rule, right? Because you combine these rules. So when you say, and I know what you're talking about, their messenger gets hacked. So mm-hmm. what are they going to send through? They're going to send a link, all right? Mm-hmm. They're not going to chat to you. They always send a link. And it's always pretty much something like, hey, is this you in this video? You know? <laughs> now, now, and, th- and this is why the, the teaching stuff goes quite uh, into quite a bit of detail because uh-huh. then you're teaching people how to read links. And that, that's quite hard. Like we can't cover that today. But then mm. you'd look at the link and go, what the hell is that? You know, mm. I, don't, I don't trust that. I don't curiosity. That was curiosity. Going. Yeah, that's the curiosity scam, right? Is this so you, this you, one? Yeah. you have to combine roles. Um, but look, um, if, if you do trust someone, like you, you and me are talking right now, so, yeah, I feel totally comfortable giving you my credit card details, right? So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, look, if someone rings you up and they're asking for information and you're going, I don't know you, I don't, mm. I don't know you at all. Like, I don't, obviously don't trust you. So you give them nothing. Right. It must get it must get even more complicated though because even though we know each other and you might give someone that friend, how do you know that the information you're giving to the, your friend, even your friend, is secure enough? But yeah, that's look, maybe that's a little bit more complicated. Yeah. It's more look, complicated. We, we, that gets into PCI compliance, and that's not going yeah. to elderly. It's we, not going to like you know whatever we're talking about. But yeah, there's always going to be some risk. You know, nothing nothing is 100 percent safe. But you know, we're playing the probability game. Mm-hmm. You know, probably going to be okay. But when you don't know someone. Mm. And they're asking for your information. That's not okay, right? Mm. But I know there's um, there's what's the guy's name? He, he's got YouTube vids and he walks around. I've seen one of his vids and he walks around. And he's got a big clipboard and he just walks up to people, right? Yeah. And he, I think he's um, he's in California. Sparks. Yeah. Are you talking about David Sparks asking people for their passwords? No, no, I've seen that one too. That's classic. Um, I think he's in Santa Monica. This guy and he's um, he's walking around with a big clipboard. And he just walks up to people and he he just he's funny because he's quiet. Quite well, authoritative how he looks at people. He just walks up and goes, name? <laughs> and, they, and they give him his name, right? They give him their name. And then he's got him. Like, he's hooked him. He goes, phone number? <laughs> and like, I'm like, okay. And then he address. And he, he just does it one after the other, right? And these people are just giving all this information. And, you know, where do you live? What's your unit number? And he gets so much information. Then he goes, and this is relevant for you guys, social security number? <laughs> and they're like, uh... I'm not sure if I feel comfortable giving that out. What's it for again? And he, he comes up with a crappy so It's just a thing with the programs to help out with the, the program thing. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> terrible, right? But, but people have just given him all this information. Now, for me, for me, if he comes up to me, I'm going, I don't know you from a bar of soap, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't know you. I don't trust you. How about you get nothing? You know, so same applies on the phone. Someone rings <laughs> up asking for info. They have to prove they are who they say they are. You know, yeah. if, if they're from the bank, they should yeah. be giving you information to prove they are from the bank. But, you know, oh, the last four digits of your account number are this. You know, a transaction you did recently was for this amount of money. You know, if they can prove that, you go, cool, you're my bank. I'll talk. Otherwise, bring them back on a number that you find, you know. Um, but, yeah, look, it even gets to the point now, I've seen it here, you might go to a concert or, you know, a free event in a park and you go to the coffee cart and you go to get a coffee, right? Yep. And you walk up and you go, order a coffee. They go, cool, what's your phone number? <laughs> mm. You know, you're like, what? It, yeah, you know, all the kiosks. So we'll, we'll, we'll text you when, when your coffee's ready. You know? <laughs> I, have, I have fun with that. Oh, it's great. Like, uh-huh. There's normally some young kid 
standing there, I go, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so uh, how are you going to store that? How are you going to protect it? How are you going to use it? Who gets access to that number? Is it going to be used for marketing purposes? Will you be sharing it? Yes, of course. Collect it, collect it and protect (laughs) it, that sort of thing. Can you give me Uh, some information? You got a privacy policy you can share with me? Oh, my gosh. I can't ask for anything. These poor kids are just looking at me like, what? What What are you? (laughs) And then I just say to them, look, I'm standing right here. You just tell me when the coffee's ready. And we'll be all sweet, right? <laughs> and uh, you know, and that, I'm I'm hoping in their head they're going, yeah, that's a good point. What are we doing that? But invariably, you're going to get added to some marketing lists, you know. Yeah, I'm adding people to marketing lists, my marketing list. Uh, I try. You know how hard it is? Do you know how hard it is to grow a podcast in in an IT field where everyone knows about, you know, don't click on something and don't and don't join this list and that? Do you know how hard it is to get an IT director's email and phone number? It's near impossible. Oh, I'll send you a list. I just bought them off this guy. it's a it's almost impossible i have to talk to you on the phone i have to do this i have to do that i have to interview on the show then i have to call you a year later i have to send you something in the mail flowers let's see fly over visit you in australia and then maybe you'll give me an email and phone number yeah um and i guess that's a good thing (laughs) I guess I guess it's a good thing. You know, it, it, it's the way it is. Just don't give out information. It's, yeah, it's that simple. Unless you know them and trust them. And that, let's that uh, scare the living well. day. So let's scare the living daylights out of people. Some now, right now, and you give me some uh, good examples of things that have happened that are the worst. You know, worst things that you've seen just even recently. Um, I, I guess we kind of see the whole gamut of things because you know when we go and train companies. Um, uh-huh. Invariably, you've got people talking about the horrible things that happened, um, and, and it's horrible because if you train a company that has been hacked, mm-hmm. it's it's a different vibe, you know. Like pre pre being breached, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're kind of like, yeah, having fun and this is great. Oh mm-hmm. wow, and it's a team building session. But if you go to yeah. a company that that's been breached, they're just like, oh. God, I wish I knew this before. <laughs> it's oh, just, they're just kind of kicking themselves. And unfortunately, that's you know that's where you get the real bad stories. But huh. um, look, you know the ransomware stuff is horrific. Um, I think that's probably the worst when they get locked out of their files um, and they can't recover, and they go to their backups and they realise their backups haven't been running or they haven't been testing the restores, and they find out that it's just. They don't have any files Um, and their business is kind of stuffed and, you know, they're kind of basically about to go bankrupt. Um, So that's probably the worst. Um, So what you want, like... uh, Well, first of all, why does does that put a company out of business just out of curiosity? Because it locks every database. I mean, what if your information, your information is your business. (laughs) You lose everything. Like you, you... you know, you, you can't function. I, I do backups here, and if you know, I've got so many different types of backups, it's not funny. And uh-huh. I just realized that if I lose that stuff, uh-huh. man, it's an absolute disaster. Like, if I lose all of my intellectual property, all of my framework stuff, mm. all of my training, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like if I lost, mm-hmm. if I didn't have backups and my, my training courses mm. got locked and encrypted, 
I can't mm. train. <laughs> so what am I going to do? Spend spend what probably twelve weeks solid rebuilding another course that won't be as good because I'll miss a ton of stuff. You know, for mm. me it'd be a disaster. It's the same for any company. Yeah, if yeah. You lose your stuff. You, you're in it's trouble. It's like your like it's like your senior thesis in uh, the '90s got erased on the disc. Someone put a magnet. Someone put a magnet on the disc. <laughs> Something <laughs> stupid like that. You know, I lost everything. Oh, I Can lost papers. So, so yeah, look, papers. it's it's a big deal. And, and that was one of our discussion topics is, is backups. Like, mm. man, back up your stuff, you know, and it's not hard to do. Um, you know, there's software you can use, but really in its simplest form, I would always say to people, just make a nice, simple structure. You know, and I, I just say, and this is how I deal with my parents, have a folder, Windows Explorer, that is called Files. And then under that, have folders, one for photos, one for videos, one for documents, whatever. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is just pick up that files folder and copy it to a USB key or something, you know. Or What about Google Drive? Are you a fan of Google Drive or something like that in the cloud? I am and I'm not. I think you need to do your own backups. I know Mm -hmm. people that use Google Drive and have lost everything. How? Right? Um, So... One of them got hacked <laughs> mm-hmm. and someone managed to get in there and just delete all their files from Google Drive and, oh. then, it, and then it all deleted off their computer, their synced computer. Mm. And they weren't mm. too um, diligent about chasing it up and they ran out of time and they couldn't restore it. Mm. Um, I lost look, my desktop I, the other day. It was a weird glitch. It was a weird iCloud glitch. Like uh, I had disconnected iCloud and iCloud was connected on my phone and then it was disconnected on my computer. So then when I reconnected iCloud, it synced to my phone and erased my desktop. Wow. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. It was like 30 days worth of work. You know, it was like a stupid like thing, you know, where I just wasn't, you know, like, uh, you know, I was just being kind of throwing stuff on the desktop, being haphazard, you know, working and, you know, so, and that was heartbreaking enough to lose that. That was like, you know, I don't know, 30 or 15 days worth of work or whatever I had yeah, on my desktop. Yeah. yeah, so, um, okay, so yeah, so, so back yeah, up. Yeah, you've got to have control of your own files. Like having Google, that's not you in control of your files. That That's Google in control of your files. So just, yeah, make sure you've got extra copies. Somewhere. I mean, I'm a, I'm a nut with backups, right? I use NAS um, network attached storage and then I've got another NAS and every Friday it powers up and it copies everything over. Mm. And then every night I'm copying up incremental. With like timestamps, with like timestamps so you can go back to like a bare metal backup from like, you know, I don't know, a month ago or something crazy like that. I do that, I do that with external hard drives. I take uh, point in time backups and then I'm also using Amazon S3 for, you know, incrementals every night. And, you know, if we get hacked, it's like, yeah, okay, that's all right. Just, just use a backup. Um, so yeah, that's like that. a whole nother show in itself. Like, how to back <laughs> up your personal file? How to back up your personal files? Yeah, it's quite a um, you know, there's, there's so many ways of doing it. That's, that's one of the problems. How to, how, to, how to back up your file so you don't lose everything, your entire life and whatever. Click on this link here, enter your information. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, 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 are, uh, there are rules that you go by with backups. You know, you've got your um, your grandfather, father, son, and your 321 and all that sort of stuff, which is a bit techy, but that, that sort of gives you the, 
the basis for how you do the stuff, but without okay. a scope for today's chat, no doubt. <laughs> All right. So what, what do we, what do we got? Do we need, do we need to review anymore? Do we need to review any um, stories before my kids break into this room and start yelling? You're going to hear them in the background in a second. I can hear them just outside. Yeah, yeah, They've cool. almost well, broken yeah, through well, the um, perimeter. <laughs> hey, I've tied my kid down outside and we muffled so we're all good. Uh, look, yeah, let crank through quick fire on some examples of how this stuff implements. Um, mm. You've already covered this one. Um, you got a virus in your computer, so scare tactics. You don't know them, you don't trust them. Tell them you don't have a computer hanging up, right? Yeah. Um, you could get an email saying your account is locked, um, you know, log in to unlock it. So scare tactics, you know, do you trust the email? Do you know who sent it? Nah, delete it. You know, go and check out your account yourself. Can you log in? You know, go to the address that you know, you know, don't click on So like like a reset your Microsoft 365. Yeah, that sort of something stuff. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, the, the URL might look legit, might be Office 365-login or something. They, but they've the real copied the exact looking password, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just go go to the page yourself and have a look. Can you log in? Don't click on that link. You don't know who that came from, so don't trust it. Okay. Um, text text messages are, are a great way they do the the, the uh, free reward, you know, stuff in there. Free lunch tactics, you know. You've got a free gift. Click on this link. I just so what's wrong with text things. messages? <laughs> Let's go well, through. Let's let me find one recently. I find Philip, that the chilling. Dot, dot, dot. Gratis sample packs today till midnight. Order one here. Yeah. Just seven remaining. P.353 mail.com forward slash NRQ P8AK5. You're saying don't click on that one. Oh, yeah, don't click on that. I just don't <laughs> trust it. <laughs> um, that, that's typically. M's coming. May look like that. You don't, you don't hover on a, a link in a yep. text message. What you, yeah, you can't get to where, to where you're going, mm-hmm. um, but usually they look dodgy, you know. Yeah, but yeah, don't don't take the free lunch if, if there is something. Maybe get on get onto the company, give them a call or something if you wanted. Mm. Um, but it's almost always a scam. Mm. Um, what else have we got? Look, emails with attachments. Um, maybe sometimes I tell you, like an example. Hey, there's been a problem with the payment. You know, click on the attachment for details. Mm. Um, that that's your curiosity stuff. And, you know, you click on that thing and maybe it installs the virus on your computer or maybe it directs you to a web page and then they try and hack you through that web page. Mm-hmm. You know, the curiosity stuff, if you're not sure, don't click on it. If you think it relates to something, do your own research. Get on your back and look at payments or whatever. Um, yeah. That stuff's almost always a scam. Don't don't be – so. and something I teach, like links, like, you know, hover, click on that, or attachments and emails. That's the pain train right now. You know, that's going to burn you if you get it wrong. So <laughs> just be really careful with that stuff and just maybe just don't do it. Just look into it a bit. Um, I think another one, a great one, kind of the curiosity, the fear of missing out is voicemail scams. You know, you get an email that says, you've got a voicemail. You know, mm. click here to, to listen to it. And people mm. go, what, what's that? You know, especially for people like me, small business, and you go, Oh, is that a potential client? You know, the thing with that is if you have voicemail, you should know what your email looks like, right? <laughs> so this won't look like that. It's someone's yeah. email because it's a scam. So yeah. again, don't close to the game thing. Um, and maybe another example, uh, which I really like, um, we've been watching you on your computer through your webcam. Have you ever had that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hilarious. And I have had so many calls from friends and, you know, companies saying, 
someone's on my webcam and they're watching me and they said I'm a dirty boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, all right, cool. Um, and what they do is they go, well, we've hacked your computer and you got your password. And they, they provide a password and the person goes, oh, my God, that's my passwords. Well, cool. What they did is they just went to a breach that's out on the dark web password. So they've done a little bit of research and they send it through and it makes it look legit. So then these people freak out and go, oh, my God, they've been watching you know, me on my webcam and they're going to send the video to family. Okay, cool. It's just a scam. Just delete the damn thing. They just... They just got one of your passwords off, off, you know, a breach source somewhere. Um, just delete it. Hmm. You're good. Don't worry. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that sort of stuff. Like this, this stuff is only limited by the imagination of the criminals, unfortunately. That's why we need simple rules and suspicion. Hmm. It's really that. Is there anything people should do to go through and purge any weaknesses they have right now? Yeah, themselves. <laughs> we, we are the weakness, right? So, look, honestly, when you look at how we get breached, it's just about always us. We get tricked. It's literally that simple. So you can you can put antivirus on your computer, like, cool, you know, go out and do a search for the best antivirus of 2021 or whatever year you're in and you know, mm-hmm. buy that, but it's not going to save you, but. Mm-hmm. It'll help a little. It'll help a little bit, but what ninety over ninety percent of breaches are through us because we're gullible. We'll help. I'm just thinking: change your passwords, antivirus, backups. Yeah, absolutely. You know, passwords. Get the password management book. Do that. Different mm-hmm. passwords everywhere. Yeah, the backups mm-hmm. and backups are critical. If they if they stuff your files, you just go. Nah, nah. <laughs> oh, good. I got my files. Go away. I'm not paying your answer, mm. you know. And if you get breached in one place, you don't get breached everywhere. So, mm. Mm. Um, yeah, look, yeah, good points. But really, Excellent. it all comes down to us. Just, and I'll say it a million times: just be suspicious. If you don't know how to act, don't. Mm. Get so, if um, well, first of all, everyone listening to this show, if you like this show, you find this helpful, please, please, for the love of humanity, go to. Um, Apple Music, iTunes, whatever they call that, find Dissecting Popular IT Nerds and please give us an honest review. This is what I'm told to ask you by my podcast uh, consultant that I need iTunes reviews, that somehow that's very, very important and I need them fast and in a short period of time. So that's me selfishly speaking here. Um, on the other hand, if you would like Mike, and I don't know if you can do this, but if you would like to, Mike, what do you do for a professional living? Because you do this on a large scale for actually businesses. I'm assuming you come in, you act real boring. It's like a terribly boring time to charge people a lot of money for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I go, look, my preference is face-to-face training. Um, and I do turn up, and I, I, it's funny you say that because I do say, look, hey, I know this is going to be dry and boring and I apologize for that. And then I don't make it boring. Like I like to muck around and have a lot of fun and crack a lot of jokes and, and do some wacky things. And people are just like, oh, that was actually really fun. They were blown away. But um, Zoom training, I do Zoom training as well. Um, Excellent. It's, so we could, it's a little bit different. Though, we could have you in as, as if it was like a paid, like, like a paid event that we would pay a comedian to come in and do and get nothing accomplished where they could pay you and actually get a lot accomplished and maybe save the company from disaster. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you uh, got to do awareness training. This is one of the challenges in the industry. It's generally boring as bat poo. 
Um, mm. so, so people, I didn't say the bad word, people just switch off and you're like, well, hang on, you just, you paid money to do awareness training and people just fell asleep through it. Like, well, that's uh, a disaster. It's going to be fun. <laughs> if you're going to do this stuff, find, find something that's fun and engaging. Um, Sounds good. Thank you so much for being on the show. This has been, uh, the pleasure has really been all mine. I would love to hear some more about uh, near near death avoided and stabbings and alleys. And uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was oh, great. God. That was probably the most uh, thanks. fun. Thanks yes, for sir. It was, it was good fun. Outstanding. <laughs>